We should begin with spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yo guys, this is Archibald III, producer for For Your Viewing Pleasure podcast. Just a slight warning, there are going to be some spoilers in this episode. So, um, listen at your own discretion. It's a warning! <laughs> Enjoy. You are listening to For Your Viewing Pleasure podcast. I didn't she absorb Captain I was just powers? about. I was just about to say that. That's how she became. That's like, how she became. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was probably thinking. I was like, hold on a sec. I was, <laughs> bro, as you were saying it, I was literally like, did she not just absorb Captain Marvel's powers, powers in the comics? Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, huh? she did. Bro, that would be sick. Oh, that's that how. Sick. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, hold on. That just clicked in my head. Yeah. As well. Like that's how they will go. They can bring her back into X Men as having like. That's it. The powers is like the rogue in the comic. I love how we pieced it together at the exact same time as well. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Hi everyone, welcome to season three, episode two of For Your View and Pleasure podcast. Well, before I get started, let me just say, um, I just want to remind everyone that we've now released our episodes on YouTube. So if you go to YouTube and just search FYVP podcast, mm -hmm. that channel should come up and then you can click the link and watch our first episode. Make sure you Aaron. subscribe and like as well. Yeah, make sure you subscribe and like and share with your friends as well as we've been doing. Yeah. However, you can still go to, what is it, Linktree, mm -hmm. where you have all our links of everywhere we host our podcast. Just click it um, and click whichever platform you would like to follow and follow us there. Easiest way to find it is probably to go to our Instagram page where you can find us on FYVP podcast. And if you go to the top of our page, you've got the link for our link tree, click that link and then it takes you to all our platforms. So make sure you like, follow, share. And yeah, who do we have in the studio today? Just me. <laughs> Just me. Just me, bro. Archibald the third. I'm here as well, your host. <laughs> I'm Michael as well. AKA Michael. Um, yeah, we seem to have been ghosted by the girls. It's the lads' day today. Yeah. Esther's crazy. Off, Esther's off ill. Catherine's out saving the world. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, it's just us two, basically. Oh, man. So, yeah, we didn't want Esther in the studio. Yeah, man. Spreading her luggies to everyone else. and Cuties. Yeah. Like Archie said, Kat is trying to save the world, so she's busy doing that today. Mm -hmm. Supergirl. Yeah. General updates. What's going on? Anything new on your side? Nothing much, you know. I've actually watched quite a few films this week, which oh. I think a lot of it we're going to get into. Mm. Well, most of them we're going to get into today, but yeah. um, it's been a pretty chilled week. Like, it's mainly just been like me kind of just updating myself on what's new yeah. it's been a pretty kind of slowish week for news anyway i would say yeah true on my side i think i've done the same as you i think i binged quite a bit this week and this weekend over the weekend i went out and then i came back in i just sat down and I just started catching up on shows yeah. um remember catherine recommended 911 
Oh, um, the, the Texas star. one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's really good. Is it? Like, yeah. I caught up on it, watched... I'm literally up to date. How many episodes are? Um, there's seven or eight. I can't remember. Okay. But I've watched all of them now and it's it's worth the watch. Yeah. And she's right. There are a mixed, like, you've got like the transgender guy, you've got like the gay guy, you've got like- the Muslim girl. Muslim girl. Yeah. It's crazy. And the transgender guy, I was reading up on him and he, yeah. He, he oh, he's really- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And she's right. He's like a proper man-man. Like, man-man. On job, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool though. It's it's a good show. So if you haven't watched it, yeah, I'll definitely try and check it out sometime this week as well. Yeah, I think pff, no more updates. Just what missing. about you guys now? Any updates? Yeah. No, cat. Anything to say, Esther? No, no? nothing. All right, nothing. cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Moving on to news, we've got a few interesting stuff for news to share with you guys today mm -hmm. i guess the first main thing we would like to talk about is the oscars yeah if we open up and discuss the oscars i mean it's the what 92nd oscar and parasite was just killing it wasn't violated. it violated if i just read out some of the main aspects so we've got jaqueen i said it wrong did i <laughs> Joaquin. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Catherine ain't here to correct me. <laughs> Jaquan <laughs> Phoenix. <laughs> Jaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. He won um, Best Actor for Joker, which we expected anyway. Yeah. We kind of predicted it in our um, previous episodes. Renee Zellweger wins Best Actress for a portrayal of Judy Garland. I feel like we predicted that as well. I think we did. Because oh. when, um, when Esther spoke about it, we were like, she's probably going to win. It's you, an Oscar-worthy performance type of thing. Yeah. It gives her that platform to be able to win the Oscar. Yeah. You get what I mean? I think it's similar to when we... Uh, what was the one with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga? A Star is Born. Yeah, I, I, feel, yeah. I feel like they won an award for something as well, yeah, isn't they it? Did, like, they did, they did. I feel did, like we predicted that too. I see. We're good at predicting. Yeah, I feel like we're on the ball for most of them. I'm not or maybe lie. when we say it, it means they're gonna win it. So guys, you better endorse us because oh, if you we know, like mention that. you, you're winning Oscars and awards and stuff. Mm. Then we've got Parasite, which wins Best Picture. Yep. International Featured Film. Yep. Best Director. Yep. Best Original Screenplay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it sweeps the whole. Yeah. Ceremony. It was like, just cleaning up. I bet they were like, oh, it's us again. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. And you know what's mad? Like, no other international film has mm. done something like that, period. Was it that good? I still haven't watched it yet. But I'll spotlight it. All right, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's definitely a is it complete... subtitled. Yes, it is, man. Come uh... on, bro. No, we're not doing no, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. You see, that's the main reason why I stayed away from it. Because when I was watching the trailer, I was seeing subtitles and I was like, oh. You're the type of people that he talks about in his speech the last time. Oh, like, once you overcome that one inch barrier, bro, <laughs> you'll be exposed that? to a whole new world, man. And, know, and it's man. true. Like, it's like after a while, you legit <sighs> forget you're reading subtitles. Like, right. You listen to Korean and think, right, like, do I really yeah, understand what You know saying? what it is? I'm a slow reader. So I don't want to be watching it and I'm thinking, ah, oh, damn, I missed it. Rewind. Okay, cool. That's what you said. But I'll give it a shot. Um, yeah, therefore, watch it, bro. Like, it's, it's, it's good, which we'll obviously get into more detail about later. Yeah. But. It seemed like a really fair ceremony though. Like it, it seemed like, I feel like a lot of the time, some people, uh, especially with this one, mm. some people were saying on Twitter that quite a few actors were snubbed from um, winning an Oscar or being nominated. Yeah, yeah. Most notably, Lupita. Lupita. Lupita Nyong'o. Like she, 
that a lot of people are kind of saying, why didn't she kind of get nominated for, for one for us? And oh, yeah, that's true. Like her performance was good playing two characters, dual characters as well. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. It's true. We also have 1917, which was your spotlight last week. It won and an award, didn't it? Yeah, it won Best Visual Effects. Oh, 100%. Best Cinematography. Yeah. And also Best Sound Mixing. What the heck is Best Sound Mixing? I think Sound Mixing, my assumption would be just how the whole film sounds. <laughs> <laughs> you just made that up. <laughs> Bro, I'm not even lying to you. It actually, like, genuinely believe is literally just how the whole film sounds. I'm not going to lie to you. Like. <laughs> Yeah. Well, um, yeah, it, it won. Like, we expected it to win a few awards anyway. At so least one. We, we said it, yeah. But at yeah, least one. It, it did well, swept a few. So, I mean, those are the main highlights of the Oscars. There are quite a few more. So, if you would like to read up on who won, feel mm. free to go on the Oscars websites where you can find a list of all the winners. Is there... We've got Aladdin 2 officially happening. And it's not based on the animated series. Yeah. So you know what? Yeah, Disney is taking this as a cash cow because they made what one billion yeah. worldwide, one billion dollars worldwide on Aladdin, which we didn't expect. I wasn't <laughs> expecting. Like, when I read it, I was like, it made a billion. I know, right? That's a lot of money. Yeah. Because like you guys were cussing. I said it was all right. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it, bro. Yet? I'm slacking, man. I, bro, I'm slacking. I haven't seen it. I thought you watched it. No, I'll probably buy it on DVD. <laughs> DVD. Um, so, like, yeah, somehow it made one billion, mm. and Disney has hired two writers, um, yeah. John Gettins, mm. who wrote Flight, Flight yeah. and Andrea Bar Berloff, Berloff, who wrote Straight Out of Compton, and um, they'll be writing the sequel to Aladdin, and they've decided not to do it based on any of the cartoons, C current material. Yeah, so it's going to cool. be something new which they're bringing to the storyboard, which will be interesting how they come up with the concept and how they're going to change it and all yeah. that stuff. But I believe in the um, in the news segment, they were saying how um, they finished the film, even though I've watched it, mm. with an ending that allows them to be able to make as a many- separate story, yeah, a separate story. Because yeah. all three characters, main characters, Genie, Aladdin, and Princess Jasmine, all kind of, even though they all got together and all happy, they ended it in such a way that they can make a separate story from okay. each of them. I'd uh, be interested to see how they develop Do you think they'll keep they're... the same characters? That's like, that's my Smith. thing. Because <laughs> remember how we had Suicide Squad and they were like, oh yeah, they're going to do a sequel. Yeah. Oh, Will Smith's not a uh, thingy again. And we're like, ah, yeah. oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so I feel like maybe they'll keep the same main characters. I feel like Will Smith is the one where everyone's kind of like, is he still going to be Aladdin? Yeah. Is he, no, no, sorry. Is he still no, going to be no, Genie? No. They might do because it's... Like a prominent character in it, and yeah. he stands out a lot. Mm. And being blue, he stand out, stood out a bit more. Yeah. So I think it might be a case where they keep him. Plus, Will Smith wants to make the checks. So and a lot after of people, making one billion, I think. They'll yeah, pay. they'll definitely kind of up. Well, I think mm. they'll up everyone's check, especially yeah. Will's. But I heard apparently that Will was kind of like the main highlight of mm. the, the selling point in it. Yeah. Would yeah, you yeah. say that when when you yeah. watched it? Yeah, he was. Mm. He brought in quite a few jokes. He was funny, man. He was pretty cool. Yeah. And he, you know, his personality is quite out there. So when he was playing Genie, it fit him mm. really well. So I would imagine they will keep him in and I hope they keep him in. So mm. we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I'd be interested to see how they really do that. I mean, I'll watch it and then, but the fact that they're not, can, the fact that they're drawing away from the main source material makes me think how they're going to, yeah. Like what type of storyline are they going to go under? Yeah, it's... To be fair, I can't remember all of the 
Aladdin storylines anyway. So even they, if they were to copy one of them, I you probably wouldn't even notice. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, okay, they'll, cool. They'll, like there'll always be one where mm, actually you've actually copied this from episode five. Yeah, there was the always that person. There's always that it? one. So. Mm-hmm. Cool. Next news that we have is Rick Moranis returning for Disney's new Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. So I don't know if any of our listeners and viewers have seen like the previous versions, like Honey, I Blew Up the Kids and Honey, I um, shrunk We Shrunk kids. Ourselves. Oh, yeah. Shrunk our- oh, right. Yeah. And both of them were really good. Like they're Highlights of my childhood. I should have said, I should have spotlighted one yeah. of these at least, but they are highlights of my childhood shows. So for him to be coming back and keeping him in there is pretty, it's pretty sick, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, if I've seen so Honey, I Shocked the Kids and Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, I'm pretty sure there should be other people that have seen the film. Like, cause I've seen, have to watch I've seen it, both man. of them multiple times oh, as yeah? well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause Honey, I Blew Up the Kid was when they blew up their youngest yeah, son, yeah, didn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 So. Like, that was probably like one of my favorite runs. So again, seeing him coming back is actually going to yeah. be pretty cool. Um, I am looking forward to it, and they are writing it because he retired from acting after his wife died yeah. to look after his kids. So to have him coming back is quite a big thing, mm. and it's going to be exciting. Yeah, I'm actually really stoked. I wonder if they'll use some of the same. I was no, kind of too old now. <laughs> that would be really cool though. Like if they kept, if they kept that. They're not teenagers time, anymore. Even what too. <laughs> What, the boy, the girl, and the kid? Oh, man. If they kept be... that same sort of like, but everyone's kind of grown up and- They've got their own kids. On. Yeah. It might be Honey, I Blew Up or Shrunk the Grandkids. The grandkids. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, Honey, I Blew Up the Grandkids. Man. Oh, man. That that be, listen, be... we're, we're literally throwing gems out here. We I'm are, not gonna lie. We are. We're literally throwing gems. Let's, let's copyright that. Man, I'm, tell- oh, gee, I'm telling you, bro. Honey, I Blew Up the Grandkids. But yeah, we're looking forward to that. Hopefully, that's going to be a good one. So as soon as more news about it comes out, we'll share it with you guys yeah, as 100%. well. The next important news that we have, very important, is... Captain Marvel 2 X-Men character to be introduced to as a villain in the Disney sequel. This is So basically what they're saying is this is going to be the first crossover of X-Men into Marvel Cinematic the- Universe. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have a new villain. And after reading a couple of um, news articles, the villain is going to be Rogue. Rogue. Which is mad, crazy, I think. Right? I think that's so <laughs> to be fair she was kind of like a in the x-men she was kind of like a villain prior to joining the x-men well not a villain villain but she was i feel like she was more i mean she was on she the was swing a criminal state. yeah right. she wasn't a villain but she was a criminal we'll mm. say like similar to what gambit was if yeah. you get what i mean and um i'm interested to see how they write her into this you know that's what i'm saying because when i was reading it and they were saying how obviously she's part of like uh she's part of like this mutant type of resist not really resistance but mm. it's kind of like Rebellious group, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of just made me think, Rogue, like, how are they going to make her into a villain? Because I remember, obviously, like, this has got nothing to do with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. but I remember in the, th- was it the third X-Men film? or the yeah. sec- I think it was the third one yeah. where she wanted to get rid of her powers, didn't it? Yeah, like, she just wanted yeah, to get yeah, rid of it altogether. Yeah, yeah. So kind of seeing her in that light where she kind of reformed herself from her previous life and mm. really tried to kind of merge herself within human life or even just try to be a better mutant yeah kind of seeing her in a villain is going to be really weird for me because i've already seen in that in that sort of way do you know what i'm saying yeah yeah yeah. i wonder which phase of her life they're going to bring her up in like is it going to be when she actually has her powers or true is it going to be prior to that when she can just absorb people's powers i just realized 
Did and it? did she absorb Captain I was just about, I was just about to say that. And that's how she became That's like, how she rogue. became, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what I was probably thinking. I was like, hold on a sec. Bro, as you were saying it, I was literally like, did she not just absorb Captain Marvel's <laughs> powers, powers in the comics? Yeah, so I was yeah, just like, huh? she did. Bro, that would be sick. Oh, that that's makes how, sense. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, hold on. That just clicked in my head yeah, as well. Like, that's how they'll go, they can bring her back into X-Men as having like... That's it. Her powers is like the rogue in the comic. I love how we pieced film. it together at the exact same time as well. Oh, shit. I totally forgot. Bro, like, legit, like, I was probably thinking, like, hold on a sec. Because I remember in, like, you know, like, her classic, her classic look in the comics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, With the little grey hair. Yeah, little grey yeah, hair, yeah, like, Afro yeah, and her jacket yeah. and stuff. And I was probably thinking, hold on a sec. Because I remember there was a point where she could fly and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, she took Captain Marvel's, Marvel's powers. powers. Yeah. So it makes so much sense now why they're putting her in yeah. this one. But didn't Captain Marvel falls into a coma, though, after she took her powers. Yeah, like it was a bit of a mad thing mm -hmm. for Captain Marvel. Because mm -hmm. I think she took so much yeah, 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 of, yeah, of her powers yeah, yeah, yeah. that they actually yeah. did something to, to Captain yeah. Marvel. So... I'm actually excited now. I'm actually not gonna because when I first saw it, I'm like, why would they put Rogue, Rogue as a flipping, yeah, it made no sense, a flipping villain? That makes oh, no sense. But now it actually makes a lot yeah. of sense. Because cool. then it could get to the point where she takes her powers, yeah. Captain Marvel falls unconscious. Maybe she doesn't she can't use her powers to her fullest ability. Because yeah. in the comics, yeah, she falls unconscious and she just stays in the coma for like whatever. And then Rogue gets all her powers and Usually when Rogue absorbs power, she loses it after a while, but because she absorbs so much, she actually so much, kept, she it, kept on. it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, now I'm excited now. I'm excited <laughs> now. I'm not gonna lie, I'm excited. But then it leads me to the thought, will they play that scene? Will that actually happen? And then will Captain Marvel like fall into a coma and like that's the end of the Captain Marvel? I don't think they'll do it like a part two. Or Captain Marvel 3, like, I, well, actually, do you know what? They probably could do a Captain Marvel 3, but I think maybe the way they'll do it, I really hope that there's a really sick fight scene between yeah. the two of them. Like, that's something that I'm like, yo, if they're going to do it like this, there's got, there, there has to be some, like, Zod versus Superman type yeah. level of action going on. So, um, there will be. Yeah, so maybe they'll probably do it, like, like early on in the film, I think. Mm -hmm. I think I'll do it early on in the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, maybe they might yeah. do a thing where Rogue, towards the end, I wouldn't be surprised yet if they made Rogue turn into a good person yeah. towards the end of the she film. Has to, man. And then she joins, she'll be the first person in the roster of the X Men, X -Men. in the cinema, yeah, in the Marvel yeah, Cinematic yeah, yeah, Universe. Yeah, yeah. Listen, these don't need to get us on a writer's board, bro. I'm, I'm not even lying, bro. We're killing it right now. I don't give a shit. <laughs> We're killing it, man. What? Oh, man. So, yeah, that's um, Captain Marvel 2 featuring X Men Rogue. Yeah, I'm excited. No. Yeah, that should be really good. Mm hmm. So moving on to our next and final news, we've got Sonic the Hedgehog breaks box office record set for video game movies. Now, um, you know, the guy, who, wait, who was um, Sonic produced by? Do we know? I can't remember. No. Well, whoever was produced, um, who owns the rights to it, they mm. must be happy that they listened to the audience yeah. and everyone on social media and remade the Sonic because they kind of forced people to like, I have to go watch it now since I've told them, you know what, you need to change Sonic. It's true. I feel like a lot of people <laughs> that kind of shared the same, shared outrage, mm. not really were roped into watching it, but they were like, okay, cool. They've actually listened to yeah. us. So we can at least do the due diligence and actually go, go and watch, watch it. it. But yeah. I was talking about this with my girlfriend and, I, and she was saying how mad would it be if this was actually what they intended to do? Because if you think about it, right, this is a Sonic the Hedgehog film. Yeah. 
you've got all the designers or artists, you've got all that, like you've yeah, got so yeah. much source material and yet you come up with that as a first concept. It's a, it's an interesting thought, but it's a lot though. It is a lot. It is a lot, but, but that just kind of makes me can think. Can you predict that, that everyone's going to react like that? And bro, there was no way that someone like, I can't believe that they actually sat in a boardroom like, and it's similar to what we were saying a couple of weeks ago, or yeah. maybe like a couple of months ago yeah. when the first trailer released. We're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so if we're saying this, the artists and people who were involved in CGI definitely must have been like, hey, what the hell? This is We've got thousands crap. of source material and you made this. this. So a lot of people were thinking that it was a marketing scheme. But either way, yeah. even if it was, it worked. It worked. So I think they predicted it to fall into the borderline mark of like about 41 to $47 million range domestically. Mm -hmm. But it ended up making $57 million domestically. Currently, that's in its opening weekend, yeah, and a hundred million worldwide, which is like I think it knocked off the uh, Detective Pikachu off the yeah, top it's spot the, in it. It's, it's the highest like yeah. um, video game film that they've made. So that's pretty good, and that's just the opening weekend as well. I'm going to watch it tomorrow. So oh, cool! Yeah. I'm watching it next week actually. So we can probably then give a review of it and see what we think. Week. Yeah. yeah, but even critics that thought this is going to be a pile of crap. They watched it and they thought, you know what? This mm -hmm. was actually pretty good. A lot of people I know that watched it really enjoyed it I'm wondering it well. if um, Dr. Jim Robotnik yeah. had something to do with it as well, with his role, because he's pretty good when it comes to, what's his uh, name? Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is yeah. pretty good when he jumps into those type of crazy characters, even though I wanted him to be a bit fatter. Mm. He should have wore a bodysuit to make him a bit... Yeah, <laughs> a bit more chubby. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it did good at the box office. So that was unexpected from everyone, but... Mm. Hey, that's what happens. Listen to your audience. Yeah, it definitely surprised Game everyone. of Thrones, you should have listened to your... <laughs> oh, honours. Boy, jeez, Louise. Oh, gosh. There's so many shows I feel like that might have... Like, I really wonder how certain shows would have ended if it yeah, listened, to the, listened audience. to the audience. Yeah, it's Cause, true. Because you might true. have some that would have ended really well and others that might have just ended complete shit. Like, yeah, it's a shame. Well, huh. yeah. Well done, Sonic. Opening weekend, doing well. So mm. we're seeing it's probably going to do a bit more over the next few weeks yeah. because more people go watch it and stuff like that. So, and it's half term as well. So I'm guessing like all this kids, cut was yeah. probably taken like prior. Mm -hmm. So all the kids must be going this week to go watch it because there's nothing else really out for kids to watch in the cinema. Not really, no. Yeah. No, so, no, 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 no. Yeah. Which is another reason why I'm going to watch three-year-olds. <laughs> 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 three no, I'm saying Let's so. Let's go watch Birds of Prey. So that's it for our new segment. Now we're going to move on to our trailer segment. We have some great trailers in line and in stock yep. for you guys today. First one being my personal favorite, Altered Carbon User. Season Two. Season two. I'm kind of happy that Esther isn't here to like. <laughs> to kind of backlash it and be yeah. like, boo. Because, yo, if you, ah, Gosh. Now, I've loved Auto Carbon season one. I love the cinematography. I love the colors, the way they cut it, the way they recorded it. The concept of being able to live forever and just living through sleeves yeah, and all different of that bodies, stuff. Yeah. Oh, man. And even the characters were brilliant, the way they portrayed it. And the way the actors acted was just phenomenal. So when I saw season two, I mean... It's weird because I was talking to my friend saying, hold up, wait, what happened to Ultra Carbon season two? I swear it was meant to come out. Like, yeah, they teased it like a while ago. Yeah. yeah. But when I saw it, then the trailer teaser came out and then the trailer came out, I was like, yo, they've answered my prayers. Mm -hmm. The trailer is 
sick. It's it's brilliant. It's got everything I would have expected. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got the new character. Yeah. Well, same character in a different sleeve, should I say? His name eludes me. Yeah. Um, I forgot his name, but I swear I saw him. I'm like, hold on a sec. This is not my guy. And I was like, oh shit, like. Even though like I haven't finished it, but I, I, I even like I noticed him from the yeah. episodes I watched. I was like, oh crap! Like he's he's really doing. He's really coming back on a mad thing. And you got is it Angela from Power? Yep, we've like, got Takeshi Kovic has changed now. We've got Anthony Mackie. Sorry, Anthony Mackie. Yeah. Anthony Mackie is McKee. playing him now. McKee, sorry. <laughs> we've got Angela from um, the one and only. Power. Power. She's playing a new character called... um, She died and resurrected. (laughs) Yep. Danica Harlan. That's Leila Lauren, isn't it? That's Mm -hmm. her real name. So we've got a few characters which are jumping in now and it's looking uh, really, really good. The trailer is fantastic. I'm loving the concept. He's got a new bodysuit now, which gives him augmented like powers mm-hmm. well not powers but strength and like abilities yeah. and he's more agile he's faster he can scan stuff he's got the way he's got like, i don't know if he's got magnetism in his hand but he was able to like yeah when it, yeah i saw that yeah yeah nah it's it's brilliant i'm looking forward to this this is the one show that i'm excited about and i'm probably gonna when it comes out on netflix um I'm just gonna sit there and binge it. Yeah, like, I'm gonna send just everyone out. Through. Like, get out of here. Um, and just stay awake, like I did with Twenty Four. I'm mm. gonna have a like a binge marathon session. of it and just binge the whole thing. Mm. What did you think? Did you? I saw it and I was just like, yeah, like this makes me want to kind of just go back and finish it again. Like when I when I watched it, I was just like, oh, sh-. like because there were so many new characters that I recognize yeah 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 but just sort of the again just like how you were saying like the cinematography yeah the acting the world building as well and just oh. the whole concept of it is so sick like it's very cyberpunk like yeah type, like esque like sort of like blade runner but in a in a maddish way so yeah i'm excited to to, to actually finish the first season and just dive straight, dive straight into in. yeah one, i yeah. think i might do that again you know i mm. might just like the night before it comes out or the weekend before it comes out i'm gonna watch the whole of season one again binge mm. it I mean, just be prepared so that I can recall my memory of yeah. what's going to happen. Because sometimes when you have those shows where they, like you like like those type of shows where you have season one and season two doesn't come for yeah, a while. Yeah, it takes such a long you tend to forget. Away, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like with Castlevania. That's why I have to watch Castlevania again. Season two coming out of that? Season three is coming out oh, next three. In a couple of weeks. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, season three is coming out in a couple of weeks. Brilliant. So I have to watch season two and be like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's what happened. That's cool. what happened, yeah. Cool. Our next trailer is called The French Dispatch. Now, I was hella confused by this trailer, so I'm not ever going to talk about it much. To be fair, I was asked, who? Do you know what's mad? I put this in and I said, yeah, I'm going to definitely check it out and like figure out what it's about. And I forgot to do it. (laughs) But I put it in because it was like, it just looks really nice in terms of like the way it's filmed. It just looks like a really convenient, fun film. So it just... I, I can't even describe it. I, I I didn't know if it was talking about paintings, if it was about a newspaper article writer, mm. if it was a movie crit. I, I don't know what's going on in this yeah. trailer. So if you would like to explain it, feel free to do so. If not... My assumption is that it's basically somewhat about like the printing press in mm. France. Yeah. Because that's what it was alluding to. Fr- yeah, it was Yeah, France. in France, yeah. yeah. So France, like it was, it was alluding France. to maybe sort of how people or like writers and journalists mm. who would sort of expose certain areas going on in France or certain situations that will happen in France yeah, and they're yeah. kind of being a revolt of the people. So like even even like France alone is known for the way people protest is that like yeah, they yeah, don't yeah, fuck yeah, about, yeah, do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think the French dispatch is 
kind of speaking about that. That's okay. what the trailer sort of alluded to. I was just really kind of blown away by the way they filmed it. I thought it was just really cool how they. I thought, <laughs> listen, the way they filmed it, I thought it was. I thought it was so sick. I thought it was Catherine that, because I, I know she likes adding these Sundancey type yeah. films. So I was thinking, I was getting ready to dispute her, but it so definitely looks Sundancey. Yeah, yeah. It was you, like a festival type award winning film submitted by X or whoever it was. All right, but cool. Well, that trailer is called The French Dispatch. French Feel free Dispatch. to go watch it. So, Spiral, this is our next trailer. Yeah. It's produced by Chris Rock mm-hmm. and also stars him as well. Mm-hmm. Now, this is kind of like a continuation or a remake or a prequel or a, like next version of Saw. So- and like you, it's funny when you're watching the trailer, you see like some of the kind of things which happened in Saw 1, like for him getting chained, like at the end of Saw 1 when his foot was chained to like the bathtub, well, the pipe, the pipe yeah. yeah. And this kind of happens in this version. So um, if you are a Saw fan, then you really like this trailer and you probably like this film when it comes out. Mm. Um, I've watched every single Saw that's come out, so I'm probably going to watch this one to see where they take it and how they take it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because when you first watch the opening scene of the trailer, you don't realize that it's a Saw film. Not at all. I know. And then it just like zero to a hundred flips yeah. over and you're like, oh shit. Um, you don't see the sort because usually oh, you jigsaw. See jigsaw, really. Nah, <laughs> I feel like maybe he might make an appearance mm. in the end. I don't know whether they're gonna stick to that whole aesthetic that they did for yeah, the yeah, series, yeah, like yeah, yeah. a couple years back. Well, years ago. But um, just same thing as you. When I when I watched it and I saw Spiral, I just thought it was any cop film. Yeah. Yep. Like, oh, Rock, Chris yep. Rock's in it. Da, 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 da. And then next thing you know, it's like, oh yeah, these police are dying. Oh, this person's missing. This person's missing. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, towards the end of the trailer, he's just attached to a pipe and he's like, Whoa. oh, I'm just like, what yeah. the fuck? But I, it's so hard for me to imagine Chris Rock in that type of role because right. of just all the comedic shit that he's done before. Right. So. I'm going to be really interested to see how well he kind of does. Playing a serious, serious, serious yeah. thriller type um, film. Yes. Yeah. Has he done any thrillers or horrors before? I don't believe I've seen him in any. Or I can't remember any. Not that I've seen or not that I know of anyway. Mm. Maybe some other people like might know. If you do know, then do definitely let us know. Yeah, tweet but, us um, or ping us on um, Instagram. But I can't recall yeah. any. But um, it's, it's really interesting because... Like, we did speak about it, how he was obviously uh, going to be producing yeah. a new Saw film. I had no idea it was going to be called Spiral. That's what that's what kind of spun me. I was like, oh, Spiral, Chris Rock. They took it, Jigsaw, Spiral. Is there? Yeah, he's got the spiral on his cheeks. Yeah. You right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that is Spiral. Take a look at it. Um, it's on YouTube now, so you can check out that trailer. Mm. So the next trailer, well, I love the Minions. I love Despicable Me. Yeah. So, obviously, if you guys love both Minions and Despicable Me, 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 Despicable Me, Despicable Me, you're going to love the trailer called Minions Rise of Groot. So, this is the next... um, Minions film, basically. Yeah, the next Minions film, which is not called Minions 1, 2, or 3. It's called Rise of Groot. So I guess it's following Gru from when he was young and when he's got the minions now and how he becomes a um, supervillain yeah. or his attempts to become a supervillain. You've still got the characters in there. You've got all the minions mm-hmm. acting crazy and fun. Yeah. You've got Gru in there who's trying to get his like um, 
villains passport or whatever. Yeah, like he he's trying to get, to get approval yeah. from the League of Super yeah. Villains, basically. Ah, it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> no, the trailer's funny. You guys need to give it a watch. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing you enjoyed it as well because you like Minions. Yeah, 100%. Like, when I watched it, I f- at first I thought it was just another Despicable Me film. Yeah, like yeah, Maybe yeah. Like, a, like just like a prequel yeah. of him growing up, but it was another Minions film. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I think one thing I just love about Despicable Me and Minions is just how how it's animated firstly yeah but just sort of like how it's scripted how it's yeah, written yeah, yeah like the scenes that they have like it's just such a really it's brilliant it's just happy go lucky isn't yeah. it? even though they're villains you're just like rooting for them and they yeah. come on guys you can do it it's like there's not one person you don't like when you watch despicable me and you know what makes me laugh the most like when you're watching minions like they're not speaking English. <laughs> but for some reason, you still understand what the heck they're saying. Like, they're speaking in some minions tongue. And you're like, yeah, I actually get you. I get you. So, um, no, the yeah. minions are crazy, man. Like, and I feel like it was about time we kind of saw how he kind of became yeah. the guy that he, he, like, yeah. he is now. How they elevated him to that platform to become like the super villain he is and mm. the type of person he is. So yeah. um, I am looking forward to this mm-hmm. and it will be interesting to see the Gru story in um, conjunction with how the minions help him. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be a good one. That's um, Minions Rise of Gru. Yes, the next one. <laughs> so the next trailer is called Guns Akimbo. Oh, for fuck's sake. Chris. So it stars our very own Harry Potter, Daniel Radcliffe. Mm-hmm. And his character is a guy called Miles Casanova. Um, so the premise of this trailer or film that's about to come out is uh, Miles is seems to get caught out in some court sort of like reality show called Schism, mm. where you get random criminals, drug lords, um, psychotic people, and they're all basically pinned together to kill each other. Mm-hmm. So imagine um, a concept where loads of people on social media log on to watch a show where all these crazy people just try and kill each other. In real life, yeah. And somehow Miles gets intertwined into all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets knocked out or something by his girlfriend. I'm not sure who. And he wakes up and he's got two guns like surgically nailed to his hands. hands. So he can't do anything. He's just got like nails. And he's like, what the heck is going on? I don't understand. And then some woman's chasing him, trying to kill him. Yeah. She's like the top player in the whole schism. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it basically just looks like a, um, one of those crazy. Mad films. Yeah, man. I've, I can't even sort of pinpoint what type of film. Like, there's a like, there's a there's a specific genre for those type of yeah, like crank. You yeah, know, like that's, it, like that's crank. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is just fast. Mad things happen, and everyone's yeah. moving in like relatively like fast speed and fast forwards. Mm. So, um, crank. And there was another one where some guys, um, I can't remember what it's called, where he couldn't stop move. It's similar to crank, but he couldn't stop move. Oh damn, I forgot the film. Anyway, forget it. Mm. But um. I believe this is going to be a good one as well. I'll probably watch it. But it's weird because Daniel Radcliffe always looks like a child to me. I'm just used to seeing him as Harry Potter. Potter. And that's that's the... That's the scary like, thing about doing a film <laughs> for like, fifth, like for 10, 15 years. <laughs> his little stubbles. It, I still feel like he looks like a child. He doesn't yeah. look like a grown up in this film. And yeah. it's hard for me to see him in this type of film. I'm mm-hmm. struggling. Yeah. But um, I'll give it a watch when it comes out. It'll yeah. probably be, be decent. It'll be... Yeah, I mean, like, it's funny because someone said in the comments on YouTube is either Daniel Radcliffe does something very serious 
or very weird. weird. Like it's a spectrum with him. Cause I know he had another film where he was on some island or something like that. Yeah. Like, it was another weird film that he was in. But um, yeah, like my brain just automatically just says, Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So seeing him in other films, is a bit crazy. Like Rupert Grint, who played Ron Weasley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah. he's assimilated himself very well yeah. because he's he's yeah. able to kind of yeah. just diversify. And I know he's on the Apple TV series as well. Yeah. But with Daniel Radcliffe, it's just like, nah. I, I can't. I think it's because he was also the main character. So when yeah. you're watching him, you visualize him all the time as Harry Potter, Harry Potter, Harry Potter. Yeah. Whereas, um, what's it called, Mr. The other guy? That uh, just Ron Weasley. Oh, Rupert Ron, Grint. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't really a main character. Well, he was, but he wasn't. Mm. And the camera wasn't on him constantly. all the time. Yeah, yeah. Whereas with Daniel, it really was. Therefore, we've typecasted him into that character. Yeah, it's kind of like the whole Jon Snow thing as well. <laughs> Jon Snow. Jon Snow. You know, nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it looks interesting. It looks yeah. crazy. Um, Like a mixture of Crank, a mm. mixture of Mad Max, a mixture of that's it. Yeah. All those crazy type um mm. films where like everything wanted. is just yeah, kind of yeah. Everything's just happened really quickly, really fast, and it's a lot of crazy stuff happening. Things blowing up and people being chased and killed. Mm. The film where they're allowed to kill people for one day. Purge, purge, purge. Yeah, all for of that hours, intertwined yeah. into each other creates this film so if you want to check it out uh go ahead on youtube it's called guns akimbo guns akimbo and our final trailer for today is a film called the iron mars now this consists of all the oldies now you've got jackie chan as mm -hmm. master you got arnold schwarzenegger yeah. you got jason fleming you've also got charles dance as well um, the film has had several names. So if you're searching for it, it, it I think it was called VIY, V2, and also Journey to China, The Mystery of the Iron Mask. Because when I was searching on IMDb for it, I couldn't find it when I was typing in the Iron Mask alone. Oh, wow. So uh, when I Googled it, it came up with all the names that, how many times will you change a name? It was mm. meant to come out in 2019, but I'm not sure why it's coming out in 2020, in April. Mm. Um, it's basically about, I believe, um, you've got Jackie Chan who plays Master and he's locked up in um, the Tower of London. So you start off in London, then somehow he escapes and I think his prison guard is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> which is so weird. Bro. And um, he basically ends up in China where he's confronts, he's trying to confront the Dragon Master and all the Iron Masks russian assassins or whatever they are so he just ends up in china trying to fight them and defeat the dragon lady or the dragon master um, yeah it's looks mishmash and interesting it looks like they kind of scattered it all over the place um mm. i don't know i think it looks shy in my opinion <laughs> i would just be real i think it looks dead like I bro i watched it thinking what the fuck is this low budget ass film like bro i saw it and i was like yeah you know what nah like it, it just it just looks like those really poorly scripted oh, man. low budget type of films well it's got a lot of like old school a-listers in there um Nah, that, that doesn't <laughs> help it. That doesn't help it. I think it makes it worse. If it was like low key actors that cool, then I then I maybe would have been like, mm, I don't like the trailer, but yeah. But the fact you got Jackie Chan's in it, Arnold Schwarzenegger's in it, like I was just like, yo, I I saw it and I was like, what? Oh man, is this? <laughs> like, are what? you gonna watch it? It no, it just looks like 
pure blue and green screen. Like it's just got blue and green screen. Oh man, I, I know over. when the dragon came out, I was like, yo, what's going on? Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bro, I was like, what the hell is this? And I was so excited because when I saw it, I was like, raw, like this looks kind of mad. Then I was progressively just frowning my face like, Mm, mm. This is not how I envisioned it. Envisioned be, yeah, it looking. Yeah. But um, hey, it is what it is. So cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a no for me, bro. You guys can check it out. Yeah. Um, search the name the Iron Mask on YouTube, or you can search um the other name, which is Journey to China: The Mystery of Iron Mask. If you want to give that trailer a shot. I, I, I'll give it a watch definitely because it's got my one of my favourite actors in it Jackie Chan mm-hmm. and my favourite old school actor Arnold Schwarzenegger so I'll watch it see how it comes out yeah. um, and it might pan out to be actually alright never know funnily enough um, it's a bit off topic but I was watching um, the this this channel that I watched called Corridor Digital Okay. And they do these kind of like uh, stuntmen reacts. Mm. So it's like, let's say me and you and a third person who's a professional stuntman and we reacted different like stuntman videos. Mm. And like quite a few of Jackie Chan's films came up. Mm. It just reminded me how much of a daredevil Jackie Chan yeah, was. he did all these on stunts, didn't yeah, he? Like, yeah, like there was one where he jumped through a ladder. Yeah. I'm just like, and like you see the- I think the, he hurt his back when yeah. he did that one. And you see the outtakes and you're just like, Ouch. yo, he's, <laughs> he's, he's hardcore. Yeah. Like flipping hell, man. Oh, it makes you think, was he a stuntman before he came an actor? Gee, the fact, the fact that he's still doing it now is nuts to me. Like Old man just jumping through everything. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. Boy. And that's it for our trailer segment. Now I'm going to move on to one of my favorite segments. And this segment is called our spotlight segment. This mm. is where we kind of talk about films or shows or TV that we've actually enjoyed and we have we would like to bring to the spotlight and encourage you guys to watch. Um, usually we have Esther going first, but she's not with us today. I've, yep. oh, she's got an interesting spotlight, which she'll talk about when she's back on set. Um, I'll just say right now it's a copycat of suits <laughs> <laughs> think of Nigerian suits <laughs> oh my days so when she comes back she'll talk about that so I'll go first today cool. uh, my spotlight for you guys to watch is bad boys for life bad boys bad boys what you gonna, gonna do what, what you gonna, gonna do when they come for you you know it's funny yeah my Lawrence was like yo you guys it took hours to learn those lyrics. Don't sing it. And I'm thinking, wait, I swear the lyrics are just bad boys, bad boys. What How can it take hours to but learn I was just like, lyrics? yeah, you know what? It is. I was like, it is what it is. Like, oh man. So now we've got Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. Mm-hmm. They're back at it again. Mm-hmm. And we've got, what? Mike Lowry. Mm-hmm. And we've got um, Marcus Burnett. Mm-hmm. And they're both police officers. Now, I, sorry, but I need to call out my friend, uh, Edissary. She hasn't watched... Bad Boys 1 or Bad Boys 2. And I don't understand why she's making excuses saying, well, I haven't seen one or two, so I'm not going to watch this latest one. And I'm like, Bad Boys is one of those films that you have to watch. That's exactly what one of my friends said when we went to the cinema. Like we were literally there and he was like, oh, um, I asked him, have you watched one and two? Mm. He was like, no. No. And then it was like, why the fuck am I here then? And I'm like, to be honest, you can still watch this one yeah, there's, you can. Like, there's no continuity Con- yep. 
basically with there's only little little references they make that you might miss but overall no yeah man but like it's one of those classical films that you have to watch because like if you've watched beverly hills cup if you watch um, coming to america bad boys is one of those that you add to that kind of list yeah, to watch yeah. and the fact that one and two are really good mm-hmm. I was kind of skeptical about this one because I was thinking these guys are old. Like Martin Lawrence, he's gained so much weight. His cheeks are just. Yo, bro, I, I sat <laughs> when there he was thinking, running, I was thinking, that's what I, like I could see. Like, Yo, he's gained weight. <laughs> like, when I kept watching it, I just keep thinking this guy is actually a fatty. He's gained a lot of yeah, weight. Yeah, like, like he's gotten big. Like he's so big. He's putting a few pounds around the around the neck oh man I, I thought he would like hit the gym and dropped a bit but um, I guess maybe that forms some of his character to show like look I'm old now true um, so the premise of the film for those who haven't watched it you've got Mike Lowry who's a cop and he's kind of like a wealthy cop who got money from his parents I can't remember what they did because mm. I can't remember what I, how he got the money but he's really rich and wealthy but he's also a police officer so he's like extravagant flamboyant yeah. he's got like the cars the, suits, the whips yeah. and two-tone suits that when it rains the rain just like slides <laughs> off of it and then you've got um, Marcus Burnett who is like the family guy he's at home with his wife he's got kids and he's looking to retire from being a police officer now he's got a stable marriage and everything else mm-hmm. and both of them are um, detectives for the LAPD and now they're back at it again doing what they do uh, being bad boys being cops and stopping crime and stuff like that so Basically, just uh, undertone or overtone of the film is you've got um, Isabella Aretes, or let's call her Isabella. She was a widow of one of the biggest kingpin in um, Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Miami Miami and Mexico, Mexico. should I say? And she, I can't tell you too much about the film, but um, she gets arrested with her husband at some point and um, her husband dies and she basically breaks out of jail and the way she breaks out of jail I was like yo, yo. yeah it was not, it was <laughs> I've like, actually huh? never seen a woman like kill like that before like it Bro, was a bit it was di- I-, I was like Oh, I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. I was so oh, surprised. Shit. I actually yeah, like, didn't expect that. The way she did it was like- It was ruthless, bro. Raw. Like she didn't, literally, her, her name is a black widow. Yeah. Like she is literally a black widow. Which man. And basically it was her son, Armando, that helps her escape from prison. And she goes on a rampage and sends her son back to Miami to how can I put it without seek spoiling revenge? it? Seek revenge. That's it. She seeks vengeance for all the people who were involved in putting her in jail, mm-hmm. and all the people who were involved in putting her husband in jail. And she just goes on a rampage and tells her son to kill all of them. Yeah, her son's basically and like an assassin. Her son is he's ruthless. Oh my days, he's ruthless. That negotiation you know with the yeah. with the money, I was just like, oh. I did not expect that at all. Nah. I thought he was just gonna. I thought he was gonna pussy out and yeah. just be like, yeah, 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 you know yeah. what? You guys got me still. <laughs> not even just that, just not even just pussying out. But I didn't know that he would have that those skills, like his speed, his agility, the way he took out those guys. Like I was like, raw, mm. nah, this guy's 
actually sick. Like his mum put him into schools where some assassin trainers or something. Legit, because, a league of villains or some shit. <laughs> yo, bro, he was a. Uh, it's like he knew how to use every single weapon given to him. Like he knew how to fight with the knife. Yeah, he perfectly. was a hitman. He, he was literally a hitman, he was a hitman wasn't yeah. he? Just a born assassin. He knew how to took up people with speed. So when he was fighting, like. Um, uh, Mike, I was like, yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, I was like, he's getting <laughs> talked it, like it's long. And something happens which causes Mike uh, to go into hospital, and then when he comes out, he joins his ex um, girlfriend. Um, what's her name again? Is Rita Ammo. Yeah, and he joins Ammo, which stands for Advanced Miami Metro Operations. Mm. Um, they're like a big tech type, tech driven. Um, Detective, think, yeah, like a type like of Tony thing. Stark. Like, yeah, I've, I've got yeah. this in this vicinity at yeah, full point. They've got drones. Like, yeah. They've got like robots that they can use and all of that. They've got surveillance everywhere, and they can hack. They're like really brilliant. You know what's funny? Actually, it just jumped into my memory at the end. End like near the end when the guy who doesn't who's a pacifist mm. when yeah, he said yeah. I'm gonna need cancer after this and he just went I was like, he just went in like, real, I was like literally I was like oh that's why he's like that now the way he was taking out people I was like ruthless like, he was sick just pulling out the gun but anyway he joins ammo to try and solve a crime and try and find the black widow that's just broken out of jail mm. and also the person her son um, Armando who's like assassinating everyone mm. they're trying to bring them down and I really enjoyed the film mainly because it kept with the action sequences from one and two mm. like it was really really good it didn't slow down at any point yeah pace it's was still, pretty good it was brilliant pace it wasn't was too fast it wasn't too slow it was like just right mm -hmm. and the fact that they kept with the action scenes they kept with the jokes and the funny bit yeah like when they, he dropped off the baby and he ran off <laughs> um oh no not over that when the body dropped on his car yo i was just <laughs> like i watched that like Oh, and he was driving. Yeah. Still. Um, it's worth the watch because it's the storyline is pretty good as well. Yeah, like, it's, it's actually shocking. I, I was uh, surprised. The how twist good it was. was amazing because I thought it wasn't true, but obviously it was. I called it. I believe. Did you? I called it at a certain point. Yeah, at a certain yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I said to my friends, and they were like, "What is it? What is it?" And I said it, and they were like, "Nah, man." And then as soon as I said it. He said it, like Mike Jarrett literally said it. And I was like, see? Uh, see, I told you. Told you. I can prophesize this stuff. Yeah. Um, not even just that, but I believe there's going to be a sequel, a continuation because of the way it ends. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm looking forward to that. So don't be left in the dust. Don't be left behind. Make sure you watch it. But make sure you watch one and two as well. Even though you don't need to actually watch it to continue watching um, Bad Boys for Life, I believe it's one of those things that you do need to watch just to understand like Mike and um, Marcus's relationship with each other. Yeah. If you got what I mean, how they grew up. Like there'll be certain things that we mentioned, like, oh, I broke up with your sister. You won't really understand that unless, unless you watch the previous, the previous version. So I do recommend that you actually watch it. If I'm to rate it, I'll definitely give it a nine. It was brilliant. Okay. It was it was really worth the watch. I was skeptical because they're both old now and I was thinking they won't be able to run and all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah. How can they bring it to the table? And I like the fact that they incorporated with old they incorporated old detective work mm. with like the new ammo current. guys, new technology and all of that stuff. And they just gelled it all together, yeah. which is what I loved about it. The concept, I'm a technology guy. I love gadgets and all of that stuff. Mm. So when they brought it all in, I was like, you know what? That's kind of sick. Yeah. The way they were using the drone to do their surveillance. I was like, oh, that's brilliant. The mm. way the drone came in with guns and everything. Yeah, I was yeah. shooting. 
Brilliant. So um, if you want to watch it, it's called Bad Boys for Life. It's kind of still in cinemas, but you have to catch it quick. Mm-hmm. Um, give it a shot. I'm giving it a nine out of 10. And did you enjoy it as well? Yeah, man. Like when I when I watched it, I'll I'll do positives and then obviously things yeah, yeah. I had. So like, I really loved sort of the chemistry between all of the characters. That's yeah. probably one thing that I was just like, yo, I really, really liked the chemistry that everyone had mm. in the film. And I guess that's one thing that really stuck with me throughout all of the bad boys yeah, films, yeah, yeah, because then yeah. you really start to get invested in the whole plot and how they manage and how they get into situations, how they get out of them. Yeah. So I really liked the chemistry that they had. Um, some of the action scenes were crazy. Like, one of them specifically comes to mind. I'll probably use a reference, basketball court. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there's a, there's, there's a particular scene. I was like, oh, my. Like, like the action scenes in the film were, were, were sick. Like, and again, just kind of like you said, like, just the whole story of it mm. was really interesting. I was, you see what I mean? Like, it's like to remember. You know, certain I stuff just now. remembered. And I didn't even see this in the trailer, so I totally did not expect it. Mm. What the heck was GDJ Khaled doing in the... T- <laughs> you know what? He wasn't. His acting wasn't too bad. You know, it wasn't bad. But in my head, I'm like, why the frick is DJ <laughs> Khaled in, in this? But, but yeah, like that part was kind of funny because the scene that led up to that, yeah. I thought it was gonna be one like random guy, like you know what I'm saying that. Oh, I've seen him in years, and then it was him, and I was like, what? Huh? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying so. But um, yeah, like that. Like the acting was good. The chemistry was good. Some of the action scenes were dope. Mm. Um, I What's did. Your cons? Sir? What's your cons? I did feel that some parts of the script were kind of corny. Which part? Like some, it's like, it's like some interactions. Like if I took a shot for every time they said bad boys, I oh, probably yeah, would have yeah, left yeah, that yeah, cinema yeah. in a hospital. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. little things like that. Yeah. There were some action sequences that I saw and I'm like, you definitely should have died. Like <laughs> you definitely should have right. been putting up. We body did bag. say there's spoilers. So give me one. I c- mm, there's multiple. Nah, I, c- I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil uh, it. But, okay. but there's some that I'll explain to you afterwards. Innit? Okay, cool. That I just said, really? Like, <laughs> really? Like, are you like, really? Like, so oh, there was that. I guess there were just like little some cutaways and like, but this was me being very nitpicky. Mm-hmm. There were some kind of cutaways and some scenes that I was just kind of like, uh, was there a need for that? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, aside from that, I enjoyed it. I yeah, I was yeah. pretty like, I was kind of like, raw, like this film's, this one's pretty good still. And I'm really surprised from when we heard that there were rumors that it was coming mm. back to when it actually got confirmed to when they were filming it to, yeah. to seeing the end product now. I'm actually pretty impressed as to what they've For done. What they came out with, from, yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. So um, out of 10, I'll probably give it like, if I'm being honest, between a 6.5 and a 7. Wow. Yeah, That's I'd give low. it like a, a, <laughs> between a 6.5 and a 7. No, it was 7.5 and 8. <laughs> nah, definitely not. Definitely not. Definitely not. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, I'd definitely give it like a six and a half. I'd say six and a half out of 10. All right, cool. cool. Yeah. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Cool. So the next spotlight was meant to be Catherine and her spotlight, she's going to move on to next um, fortnight, which I'm looking forward to because it's a really good one. So you guys definitely need to stay tuned for mm-hmm. that. The concept of the spotlight that she's highlighting is actually fantastic. Yeah. And I know you guys will actually like it. Um, I just sat there and I watched it. And to be fair, I'll say this next time as well. 
where some of the scenes were emotional. Like I almost cried. I was like, <laughs> "Whoa!" <laughs> but anyway, yeah. I don't cry. But um, yeah, so we'll save that for when she returns from saving the world. Um, so I'm gonna hand it over to yes, Archie to give a spotlight mm-hmm. for the day. So my spotlight for today is a film that is deserving of its accolades. And watching this film, I think regardless of whether I heard the reviews or whether I didn't hear it, I kind of left that that film really sitting down thinking, oh my gosh, like this is a really well put together mm. concept and just the, oh, like, just the all round amazing film. Yeah. So the film I'm spotlighting today is Parasite. Now, Parasite is a Korean film directed by, I believe his name is Bong Joo-hoo. Yeah, it is. And it basically tells the story of a poor family Mm. who live in a semi-basement house, Mm. or should I say property, I guess. So they live in a very poor neighborhood in South Korea. And essentially they're trying, they're basically kind of making ends meet. They're trying to find ways in which they can sort of make as much money as they can to kind of survive throughout the day. Mm. And there's certain scenes that really kind of show how poor they are. Yeah. Like to the point where there's a scene is literally in the first five minutes of it where the dad flicks away like a bug. And there's a guy, um, cause, cause they live in a semi basement. They can see basically their window is basically the floor outside. Yeah. Oh wow. So you can see what's going yeah, on yeah, basically yeah, yeah. from a That's really true. low level. Yeah. yeah. So there's a guy who's coming in with an exterminator, um, hose machine mm. that's blowing up poison like gas for, for bugs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they literally, the dad was literally like, don't close the doors. Cause we need to obviously kill the bugs that are in the house. Mm. So they couldn't afford to close the windows because how else are they going to get rid of them? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. There's, there's certain scenes that really kind of show how poor they are. Mm. So essentially what happens is that one of their, like a family friend comes along and gives them like a family heirloom, mm. uh, which is from one of their grandfathers. And the symbolism behind that heirloom is basically wealth and prosperity. So already you're kind of getting hints as to where the film could potentially go story-wise. Mm-hmm. And the family friend basically speaks to the son. So uh, the main character, which is the son. Yeah. There's a son, daughter, mom and dad. So like a nuclear family. And the family friend talks to the son and he's basically like, let's say he goes to Cambridge and he's like really well off and stuff like that. He's going abroad to study mm. and he's tutoring this girl who's from a rich family. And so he says, look, I can't tutor her and I don't want any of my other peers tutoring her because they're going to be slobbering all over her and stuff like that. So I need you to take the job for me. Yeah. And so the son's kind of sitting there thinking, hold on, like I'm poor. I haven't been to school, mm. but he's really good at teaching English. Yeah. So his friend was like, look, I don't trust anyone else but you to teach her English. Mm. And he was like, how am I going to get the documents? Because back then, well, in that culture, you have to kind of show your credentials. yeah. yeah, yeah. So the sister who's kind of like really techie, she basically forges a a document saying that he graduated from Oxford. So he sets up a meeting to go see the the owner of the house, which is a a woman Hmm. who uh, is basically a housewife. Yeah. And her husband is basically like a top guy in the tech company. Hmm. And so the poor boy basically goes to interview and the mom is very ditzy. Like the housewife is very, very ditzy. So when he kind of tries to show her credentials, she's like, I don't need that. Like, I just want to know whether you can teach my daughter English. Mm. And so that's where the film starts. And you kind of see the dichotomy between his family 
had a rich family. Mm. And to be honest with you, I really don't want to spoil or even mention much of the plot. I think that's as far as I'll take it just because of how really well thought the plot is Mm. and really how well done it is. And I don't think I've watched an international film like that to that extent where I'm invested into the plot. Mm. Uh, Maybe that's just, that, that might be just sort of like, due to my own ignorance and not watching many international films. Yeah, even though it's subtitled. Geez. Even though it's subtitled. Well, I watch anime a lot anyway, so I'm used to it. <laughs> so I've, I've managed to overcome that one inch barrier, Michael, unlike uh. some people. Um, but yeah, so I'll leave it there. But moving from that point onwards, mm. the film just gets really more interesting. You kind of sit there holding your breath yeah. at some points because yeah. you're thinking when is this going to come to an end or Mm. when is this going to stop? And you start to really question the way the plot starts to go. Gotcha. And then even at a moment where you fully understand the plot, there's something else that just comes and just hits you across the head and just says, oh, you thought that's what this was about. No, it's not. So there's a lot of moments where you're just like, oh my days, this is crazy. Yeah. And like, I sat there with my girlfriend watching it and we were just like, oh my flipping days, this is mad. (laughs) And the ending is just like, what the fuck? Like the ending is cruddy. Like, so part of the reasons why I enjoy this film so much, one, because it's an international film. Mm. Two, the story is just so different from what I've seen in cinema. Yeah, yeah Like yeah. sometimes you might have the typical kind of like family films or you might have the sci-fi, the hero, the mobster, mm. the the kind of uh, everyday life type of film. But I guess the way that the plot in this film has been done, yeah. it's just really something that I never really have thought about. Yeah, yeah. And the type of film that uh, that, let's say, like the type of theme that this film might form under, mm. there's a very kind of stereotypical way in which cinema might actually depict depicts those kind of films. Yeah, yeah. I know I'm kind of talking very vaguely, but I really mm. want people to actually go and see it. So, um, so yeah, like I, I just love the plot line. I just love the themes in the story, like the really hidden meanings as well. Like mm. there were certain moments I was like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> Bonjo, who's a genius. Like he just did this to depict this. And da, 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 da. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I love the characters. I love the, the cinematography. Is the it sim- in cinema or is it on Netflix? I can't remember. It's on cinema. It's in it's cinema, cinema, yeah. Okay, cool. I love the cinematography. I love mm. the symbolism. The metaphors in the film are amazing. Mm. The dialogue is really good as well. And um and yeah, like I just really enjoyed it. And I think after the Oscar wins, I think like the ticket sales or the like went up by like two hundred percent or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I can imagine. Just because yeah. of how was well it, received it I was. If it was a low budget film or if it was a high budget film, which um, either way, this it, is is definitely made a profit. Made like profit, yeah, definitely yeah. more than double in my opinion. So um yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I really kind of like was really invested in how well the structure of the film mm. was. The scenery of the film was just really amazing. Yeah. Um, and the atmosphere and like the symbolisms behind it was just sick. And yeah, if I was to give it out of 10, not gonna lie, this is gonna this is the second episode. Oh, I'm giving the film another 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10. I'm sorry. Nine, I'm sorry. You can't I'm sorry. Be dishing out tens nah, like that. Bro, you know what I don't dish out tens like that. Oh, like, nineteen seventeen was a hundred percent ten out of ten. Parasite, in my opinion, was another 10 out of 10. And both of those films are actually proved how well. It got 99% on Rotten Tomato. Did it? 99% on Rotten Tomato. And I think that's from the critics. And like, it's 
it, it's an amazing film. Like, mm. so, so yeah, I don't dish out 10 out of 10s like that, but judging by the way the season's going, it's I'm worth just dishing out like that. 10. So all yeah, right. man. That's that's my spotlight. Okay, cool. Ten. Tens all aboard. <laughs> and that was uh, Parasite. You Hope you enjoyed our spotlight segment. I'm going to tell you something. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. Moron. You, sir, are an idiot. Now, Idiot of the Fortnite is where we highlight someone who we can classify as dumb. As dumb. Stupid. Stupid. E Idiot. 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 <laughs> so today's idiot of the fortnight will be given to us by Archie. Oof. So my idiot of the fortnight is a character known as Beck <laughs> from the hit Netflix show, You. Ooh. Now I'm only a couple, not a couple. I'm only like, I guess six or seven. I've almost finished season one. Yeah, I'm like yeah. six or seven episodes in. And oh my gosh. Beck is such an idiot. idiot. Like, I have never seen a character that has allowed themselves to be taken advantage of to the point where you look at her and you literally think, your friend is basically taking the <laughs> piss out of your piss out of your life. Ooh, and you're and, still having it. And you're still having it. Like, there are moments where I don't want to spoil it well, like for people who haven't watched you, but there are moments where like her friend, like her best friend, is it Peaches, I think? Yeah. Like her like her best friend is blatantly just like, you could tell she's just taking the piss. Mm. Like absolutely taking the piss. I'm just like, fam, like how convenient is it that your friend Peaches went and done something like that when you actually showed a sign of independence? And then all of a sudden it's convenient how this has happened before. <laughs> like, and, you, and I'm just sitting there thinking, are you... Are you blind? blind? Yeah. Are you actually blind to like what you're seeing? And even, even like the whole thing with a lecturer. First of all, if I'm walking with my lecturer and my lecturer tries to grip my bum while we're walking to the lecture hall, are you dumb? I'm instantly <laughs> tapping. I'm tapping out. I'm just like, no, you need to cut that shit and just grade my paper, bro. Like right. that's all I'm here for. What about if it's a female lecturer and she's buff? <laughs> it don't matter. Nah, I'm not. Nah, it don't. It don't matter. It don't matter. I'm only saying this on camera. It don't. It, it don't matter, bro. I'm telling you, like, wink, wink. But, but still, like, for me, that there were so many moments that she had allowed herself to be taken advantage mm, of. Yeah, it's true. And it was just really just annoying to kind of see how much she just tolerated mm. as well. So, so yeah, for me, like Beck was just, just, just a dickhead. Like she just, she just fully just allowed herself to just be played. Um, and even like the part I'm on, I'm literally looking at her like, Beck, if you go through with this, <laughs> I will literally cancel Jump my through Netflix the TV and just uppercut you. Bro, I'm canceling my Netflix subs um, subscription, bro. Cause I'm just like, this is so, so dumb. And even, um, what's the main character's name again? Oh my gosh. Joey Goldberg. Yeah. Even though he in some way can be considered as a psychopath, mm -hmm. he is a very logical person. I'm sorry. <laughs> the way they depict him in the film is a, he's, he's a logical, excuse what he does in the, like throughout the series. Yeah. He makes sense. And when he's trying to get through to Beck and tell her, look, like you're being taken for an idiot girl. Mm. Don't, don't allow it. Don't. She's just kind of just sitting there thinking, well, but you know. she's my friend and she's got money and she's helped me through this and that. And it's just like, nah, bitch, like Sweet get so a grip, far. get a grip, sort your life out. To top it off, mm. like in sort of like the first episode where you know you're broke. Yeah. You know you have rent to pay. 
you know you have a dissertation due. You know you're trying, like you've got your life to sort out and you're spending your last remaining peas buying a gift for a friend who's an influencer who probably gets that shit for free. Oh, like, man. what are you doing? What are you doing with your life? Even Peaches, who I don't even rate, was looking at her like, girl, are you dumb? Like, what's wrong with you? So for me, Beck, you are an idiot. And that's my idea of the fortnight. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I was very passionate about it. I'm sorry, but she Yeah, was... I can hear the passion in your voice, man. Bro? Yeah, she was. I'm not even... Yeah, you've said enough. So. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? So everything I need to say, so... And that's Idiot of the Fortnite. Yes, sir. Yo, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Stop the record, yo. Stop the record. Hold up. What would you do? So now we're moving on to one of the greatest segments we ever added to, like... Yeah, our segments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I love this segment. I'm always excited for it as well. Me to too. be honest, yeah. So this segment is called "What Would You Do," and "What Would You Do" basically puts a scenario which comes from a film, a show, um, a series, whatever you want to call it, and you pitch that scenario to our fellow host and you guys who are listening and watching us as well, mm. and we'll ask you about this scenario and ask you what would you do if you were involved in this scenario. So today, what would you do falls on me. So I'm going to give you a what would you do scenario. Yes. I wish the girls were here because I would have liked to hear their, their opinions, yeah. opinions on this. And my what would you do is, I don't know if any of our viewers or listeners has, have watched um, Indiana Jones, The Temple of Doom. Mm. Have you watched it? I'm guessing not. <laughs> so Indiana Jones is just one of those films where everyone has to watch it's like an old school classic it falls in the um, remit of um, like Home Alone, Home Alone and all of those ones yeah. Alone, yeah. so it's one of those that you watch over Christmas oh my god Indiana Jones is coming on Yeah, and there's loads of different versions um, Indiana Jones The Temple of Doom I can't even remember the rest of them but I've watched all of them <laughs> Indiana so, Jones and the Half-Blood Prince there's a scene Seen in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom where he goes uh, he goes on a mission. Like, that's what he does. He goes on a mission looking for stuff and trying to discover stuff. And in the Temple of Doom, he's trying to find, like, um, I can't remember what the cup was called, but mm. let's call it the Cup of Life. And what happens is there's a choice where you have to pick the Cup of Life. And there was this woman that he was with. And she was like the bad D. And there was this guy who was sitting that has been guarding like the whole treasures in this temple for years. For years. And he's just old and like wrinkled and says, you have to pick the right one. And if you pick the wrong one, something bad will happen. So what happens is Indiana Jones is looking for the cup and the baddie woman is looking for the cup as well. Mm. So she's looking around and she's thinking, oh, what cup am I going to pick? And she obviously picks the wrong cup. She goes for the cup, which is filled like with, which is like flooded with diamonds and it's got all diamonds around it and it's gold and it's shiny. And she takes it and she drinks from it and she starts to like shrivel away and die and gets all right and stuff. So obviously she picked the wrong cup. But with her picking the wrong cup as well, it triggers like kind of like an earthquake in these Booby things where, yeah. yeah, everything starts falling apart and they have to get out. Going through yeah. different walls and exactly. a giant boulder. Yeah. So Indiana Jones, it's his turn to pick now. And while all of this is going on, he's like looking like, which cup is it? Which cup is it? So him being clever and obviously him being the person that's going to succeed, mm. he picks the cup, which looks the poorest. Like it's all like falling apart. It's like all got cobwebs around it and he takes it and then he picks it up and he drinks and says, oh yeah, I picked the right cup. But obviously earthquake and everything is happening and he drops the cup. The cup is falling down. Like it's about to fall into like a 
pit of lava that's just opened up and all the treasures are falling into it. And his woman, who he kind of loves, mm. has also fallen and she's hanging on by a thread. And he's only got an opportunity to save one. Now think of it this way, like imagine you've got a cup of life which can restore youth. It can heal any sickness you've got. That's cancer, that's AIDS, that's everything which is out there. You drink from this cup and it takes away any sickness. You're cured for life. And it restores like your old age as well. It makes you a bit younger Mm. too. Like it has all of that potential. And then you've got your wife on the other side. <laughs> Who's the love of your life? She's got like three kids for you. Oh, uh, she loves man. you. You guys have been together for like 30 years and all of that stuff. And obviously you've got your kids at home. You're waiting for both of you to come back. Let's put a spin on it as well. Imagine one of your kids are sick as well. And this cup could potentially, not sick that he's going to die, but yeah, sick Ill- that it can cure him from his illness as well. It's got coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon? No. <laughs> so, who would you save? Like, you can only save one because when you grab her, the earthquake's going to make the cup fall over. But when you grab a club, she can't hold on for too long. So you can only save one. Would you save the cup of life, which could potentially heal everyone in the world? Or would you save your wife, who is the mother of your kids and stuff? Bro, I'm, I'll be so honest with you, yeah? <laughs> I'll be so honest with you. I'll type my wife in it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Like, if I'm being real, I would, I would have to choose my wife. And the reason why I say that is because I can't. Knowing I have the choice between found like the cup of well the fountain fountain of youth, or my wife, and having to tell my children that oh. Mom's dead. They will never know. No, but that's the thing, though. I can't, I can't sleep at night knowing that I chose a flipping cup of you. Bro, just use the cup. No, bro. There's no fam. I could never. I'm sorry. I can't. Knowing me personally, imagine all those people dying from AIDS, cancer, coronavirus. You could just what it would cure all of humanity. Yeah, literally, it could do. Oh, I thought it was just for me. Yeah, obviously, you can use it for whatever you want. Yeah, you can keep it for yourself, or you can use it to like. You can like, <laughs> sorry, I'll, I'm being real. I'm being honest. I'll definitely keep it for myself. No, uh, you can like charge people like pay me a million, like million. I'm charging peak. Like I'm charging hefty peas if I do that. But in all honesty, I can never go back. I I, I just can't go back to my kids mm. and just be like, "Mom's dead." Oh, how did she die? Yeah, she died in an earthquake, whatever. But knowing deep down that I chose a cup of a fountain of youth over my wife. When I could just have my wife, just yeah, man, I'll just I'll just let life take its course. Not gonna lie. If, if if I get sick, I get sick. I'll I'll hold the L. But I can't I I can't allow my wife to die just so that I can make myself look five years younger. If you got sick, you could. Yeah. There's paracetamol, Imagine the fam. common cold, there's, everything. There's ibuprofen in the <laughs> cupboard, bro. I'm good, man. I, well, I can't do that. If you got gunshot wound, you just pour the water over it and it heals it. Is it like an unlimited source of water? No, you just get any water. Oh, any water? Any water. Yeah, yeah. Right, so, so I can just get cup, tap water. It's, cup it's a cup just that does it. Get the tap in there. Oh, Pour it yourself. Sh- boom. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh, Any, nah. Anything I'm, you pour inside. I'm still choosing my wife. Oh, it's wow. like, because I know that after I save my wife, she's going to be like, oh, babe, I'm like, fuck off, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is like, oh, babe, thank you so much. Like, she'll be bare scared than that. Like, she'll try to touch me before we go, but I'm like, don't touch me, man. Oh, like, man. Nah, man, bro, I would be so pissed off. But I, I would I would have to save my wife for my own consciousness, but I know I'll be so pissed off. Oh, man. So pissed off. If I could get just, just that cup can just do anything oh, oh man I'm sorry I, I'd have to choose my wife I'll, I'll be very angry about it I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll be so pissed about it Oof. what See, would you do uh, it's a hard one because like this is a cup that can truly do a lot of good to like the whole world if I was to share it I'm trying to think if I can't remember but like if you were to put the liquid or water whatever inside the cup and then pour it into a bottle and then give it to someone if it's still does the same function. That's a good point. I actually. can't remember if it does. I think it might have to come out of the cup itself. But like, oh man, damn, my wife might be watching this thing, <laughs> so I have to say I'll save her. Nah, be honest, bro. <laughs> Speak the truth, cuz. Oh gosh, oh man. Because that's a good point. Because you could just take the, you could literally take the cup, and you could go to obviously developing countries. You could do a lot. Literally, be like, get all of your sick people. Just get me a a, like a tank of water, and then just literally have a line and just literally just feed on the water. Boom, 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 boom. and literally you you could you could legit save the world, like whole world. Um, It's a lot, but oh, actually, that's that's the whole world you're talking about versus one person. Yeah, you see, if it's for the greater good, then I'll mm. one person versus the only thing. Obviously, we have to think of this logically, like, and if we didn't have that cup. And we're to come out and we're to start healing the world. Someone will come and try and kill you and take oh, 100%, it off. You get yeah. me? Like the government might try and take it. Up. Like there's a lot of things which will be impacted. So you need to define a way of securing it, keeping yourself safe and your family safe as well. So trouble would come with it, mm. but it can do a lot of good, man. That's the thing. If we're looking at it from the perspective of one life, you're basically looking at like one life versus many. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So if if that's the case, no. Nah, I think personally, the way my mind works, mm. I would genuinely choose my wife. But I wouldn't be happy about it. But I would genuinely choose my wife and be like, yeah, that's yeah. that's who I'm going for. With that said, uh, I might have to do the same as well. Because you wouldn't be happy about it. Like you definitely, but yeah. knowing that you had so the option. You know what you're doing? You're like, oh, you stupid no, idiot. Why did you have man, to fall into the blood? touch me. Like, it's just like, what happens? Like nothing, just, it's nothing. It's just, it's, it's, it's all right. Oh, but, you go home thinking, damn, I could have had this cup. That's what I'm saying. Like I could have made, I could have made millions from oh, this or something. Man. But it's like, I guess it's just from the, like the like the site. Well, coming from us guys, anyway. Mm. Coming from the mindset of I could potentially save someone's life right now. Yeah. When I knew I could have saved you, and I didn't over a cup that could do good, but yeah, nah. Personally, I choose my wife. Yeah. I wouldn't be happy about it. So. I guess I have to do the same as Archie. I'll probably yeah. I, I would pick my wife, and um, definitely won't be talking to our wives afterwards. <laughs> while, so. It's, it's, uh, I'll be pissed off about it. I'll be angry about it. Mm. Um, what would you guys do? Like, send us a message or something. Let us know what you would do if you were in that predicament. Would you pick the cup of life or would you pick the love of your life who could be your wife or your lifelong partner, your husband, yeah. whoever it is? Just let us know your thoughts. And yeah, that's it for what would you do? Let's get digital.
moving on to our next segment, which is Let's Get Digital. Um, it was supposed to be Catherine, but yep. she's not here today. So I'm going to pass it on to Archie. Yes, sir. So today's Let's Get Digital is basically a tweet <laughs> where someone said, and I'll find it right now. Someone basically said, Birds of Prey stands being triggered by Sonic the Hedgehog is the wildest thing of the year. Now, the reason why <laughs> this is so hilarious is because Birds of Prey tanked. Basically, they broke even. Oh, wow. Pretty much. I, um, I think probably, uh, yeah, I think they just about broke even. Yeah. They, they might have done more now, but like the last time I checked, they, they, they broke even. And obviously, Sonic the Hedgehog was basically one of the most successful films. Yeah. One, yeah like yeah. one of the top successful films of this year. Yeah. So far. So... A lot of people were like, who were standing Birds of Prey were like, nah, this is bullshit. Sort of the hedgehog. How did all these little kids da, 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 da. And people were kind of like making up reasons as to why Birds of Prey didn't do as well as it did. So people mm. were like, oh, because it's female led, because it's this and that, because there wasn't enough promotion because of, and everyone was kind of trying to justify a reason as to why it wasn't I don't think it was any of those well reasons, but. And, mm. and you know what I'm saying? Like, Birds of Prey has more chance of making more money than, let's say, a film like Parasite. And the yeah. reason why I say that is because it appeals... On the surface, Birds of Prey appeals a lot more. That's what I was thinking as well. To, All the things you mentioned that people were blaming were the reasons, were the things I would ex expected to propel it into actually a good film exactly. that people got to watch. Like, it's led by female. It's one of... I haven't really seen that many films which are fully led by a female cast, if you get what I mean. Right. So I'd have expected people to like go out and watch it. And it was promoted. I saw it advertised on buses. On Yeah, uh, like it was, it was heavily like promoted. And mm. I feel like, I guess people kind of tried to go down the route of, oh, they were all women. That's why they didn't do so well because men wouldn't watch it. I'm just sitting there thinking, what kind of bullshit excuse <laughs> is that? to oh, justify why your film didn't do as well as it did. And mm. I feel like if it did well, it would be testimony to how well it did. And in this yeah. case, it didn't. And obviously people are kind of saying, oh, but Sonic had this. Sonic appealed to a more younger audience, so younger kids are going to watch it. And mm. I'm like, nah. Like, even though, yes, Sonic is more popular, yeah. don't compare the two, but also don't try and justify why Birds of Prey is better than Sonic or why it should have done more. At the end of the day, it didn't. Mm. Sonic was very successful. So... That's it. You can't change it. Yeah. So, and that's what the problem is, I feel like, with a lot of um, people, like people who are really invested in a certain character or topic or film or whatever, like they forget to just think logically. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah. get angry for no reason. Do you know what I'm saying? Can you read the tweet again? <laughs> yes. So the tweet was, Birds of Prey stands being triggered by Sonic the Hedgehog is the wildest thing of this year. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah. Cool. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Our next segment was supposed to be fortnightly recommendation, but I'm wondering if we should save this to next fortnight so that Esther can talk a bit about it, or should I share it now? I think we'll I think we'll we'll leave it. Leave it to the next episode. Yeah, we'll leave it. We'll kind of leave you guys on a on a cliffhanger, cliffhanger. to watch yeah. the next episode. Yeah. So next episode, Esther will come with a fortnightly recommendation, mm. and it's pretty interesting i think you guys may like it mm. so i'm going to move on to our last and final one of my other favorite segments which is mm. archie's fun 
Facts. Fun facts. We need to make a jingle for this. Archie's fun facts. True. We actually do need to do that, you know. So, did you know that in Game of Thrones, the Night's Watch furs are actually rugs from Ikea? <laughs> really? The rugs that you see, the little feather yeah, and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they probably got real wolf skin wolf or a massive chinchilla. <laughs> it's a rug from Ikea. Are you serious? They legit went to Ikea in Greenwich and literally bought a stack of rugs and just used them as fur. That is actually brilliant. Money for men saving of the night. tactics. <laughs> <laughs> like, I read I'm that, really... I was like, what the frick? I'm all here thinking they used real life fur or something. No, like, it looked well, kind of warm and cozy. Yeah. So they just got rugs and just put it on their they got. They literally went to Ikea rugs. They probably, like, imagine someone walking in thinking, yeah, I'm going to buy myself a black and grey rug. <laughs> Pop into Ikea, oh, they're all sold out. So Shit. guys, next time you're doing Comic Con, make sure you just go to Ikea. Oh my days, buy, yeah. <laughs> buy a rug. Fuck it, yeah. And just put it on yourself and say you're one of the Night's Watchmen from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Easy. Oh. That's a good one. Yeah, like man. <laughs> when I found out, I was I was laughing. I was like, I, I was like, what? Like, oh, costume man. designers really did a number on that one. So <laughs> really did a number on it, I tell you. That is actually brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Cool. So that's it for today. Done. Thank you for listening, guys, and thank you for watching. Yeah. Make sure you follow us on all our socials. Remember to log into our Instagram where you can find our link tree. From there, you can find every single platform we're on. Yeah. So sign up, register, like, share, follow, all of that stuff. Subscribe. Boom. We're on YouTube. Go there, watch. And yeah, signing off, Mr. M, aka Michael. And I'm Archie Board the third. Have a great day, guys. Take care. Take it easy. Peace. Bye. Bye. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap. <laughs> Cut! You are listening to For Your Viewing Pleasure podcast. Roll the credits! <laughs> <laughs>